All righty. Good morning. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. Happy day after Christmas. I was just so excited to start the Stevie Awards because we're going to give out some special recognition to, you know, superstars that have really gone above and beyond this year. So uh, the first ever Stevie Awards. So we're happy to be here, ready to talk up some award season as we are in it. Um, I thought first we'd hit up a little, you know, news for the week. Um, so, you know, one thing I think on Monday Night Raw that we saw was that Alexa Bliss made her return. Bray Wyatt was not anywhere to be seen. So I'm curious how long we'll keep Bray Wyatt off TV. Um, as far as NXT went, uh, the Garganos, man, they are just killing it on there. Uh, adding indie wrestling, as she's known as, Austin Theory. I'm really expecting big things for them next year. So that's kind of my NXT thoughts. Uh, Karrion Cross is going to be doing big things as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back ready to go for New Year's Evil next couple weeks. Um, AEW, you know, we saw Miro and uh, Kip Sabian take out Trent, I believe, from uh, uh, Best Friends. So uh, they're also announced that there's going to be a beach break where the wedding will take place. And obviously we'll see some shenanigans there. No wedding in any wrestling ring has ever gone off without a hinge, hitch. Sorry, And then, of course, on SmackDown last night, we saw Big E get the Intercontinental title off Sami Zayn. And you can tell that this Big E, because Big E won it before when he first kind of debuted. I think it was about a month or so into his you know debut uh, with Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee. This Big E is ready for that moment. And, you know, I don't think he'll win the Royal Rumble per se, but I think that this IC title is definitely a big step for Big E. So big things to expect for Big E happening there. So, uh, but of course we are here for this TV awards, as you can tell my lovely corner up there and we're ready to give out some awards. We're going to start with AEW. So my categories are going to be AEW breakout star, AEW tag team of the year, AEW most valuable star, um, I'm separating best star versus most valuable because I think like sports should look at this as well, where uh, you look at somebody who's a valuable player to your team. They might not be the best person on your team, though. They might be valuable in other ways. So that's why I'm kind of separating valuable versus best. So um, we'll also do a women's best of and we'll do a men's best of and maybe a prediction for, you know, who will step up next year. So. First award we have to hand out is the AW Breakout Star of the Year. Um, I looked a few different names. I looked at Hakira Shida for the women's division. I looked at, um, I mean, Nyla Rose really broke out here and there. You know, I thought she, you know, was here and there as one of the best women. Men's wise, Darby Allen obviously is a big name to think about. Um, you know, best friends, tag team wise, definitely breakout stars. But ultimately, I did go with somebody who's part of the best friends. So if we look at my screen and we share it right here, breakout star for AEW is, of course, Orange Cassidy. I personally have not known about him before. I know he was big on the indie scene and he kind of came, you know, hit the main level scene, main event scene with Jericho there. Just always put on good matches. Uh, I mean, you know, some other guys, Kingston, Eddie Kingston, you could talk about breaking out, you know, kind of showing what he can do. Lance Archer, obviously. But ultimately, I decided on Orange Cassidy from the Best Friends. The Jericho feud really, I thought, elevated him. And I'm really curious to see, 
you could talk about next year, even what steps he takes to, you know, elevate himself next year. So that is my first award to give out. Uh, next up, let's talk about, as I'm scrolling through, because I forget what I did next, but that's okay. Uh, tag team of the year for AEW, tag team of the year. So I kind of looked at, you know, the Young Bucks obviously were in that conversation. FTR were in that conversation. I think FTR came on a little bit too late for my liking to kind of, you know, put them in the best best of the best category for tag teams. Young Bucks, Roy's killing it. You know, Dark Order, I think, really came into their own when Brody and Lee helped out. But Dark Order lost a lot as well. So it's hard to give them, uh, you know, tag team of the year. So if you look at records, this team, I believe, was 20 and 9. So that's a lot of matches to think about, you know, when you really consider AWs on once a week and then, you know, once every couple months for a pay-per-view. 20 wins is a lot of wins to rack up. So I had to give it to the best friends. So AEW Tag Team of the Year is best friend. So Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, um, Chuck Taylor are really, you know, <laughs> loading up the awards here for my Stevie Awards. But I had to give uh, best friends. I, I think they're going to definitely have a little, you know, they're going to play up a part there at the Beach Bash or Beach Break, sorry for the wedding of Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian. And I just think best friends were always, you know, they were big on BTE. You know, I know that's not, um, you know, that's kind of under the radar on YouTube, not under the radar, but that's something on YouTube that people have to catch. But they were, you know, big in that. They were big on TV. I just think best friends really stepped up their game. You know, parking lot uh, fight there. I mean, you could also give it to, you know, you got to think about Kenny Omega and Hangman Page coming together and just ruling that tag team title reign for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting big things. I would love to see Best Friends capture the tag team titles next year, even if it's for a little bit. But that's my AW Tag Team of the Year. Uh, just moving right along. Get back to me and let's scroll right through. So this is where I bring up most valuable star. Um you know, I think women's wise, you could look at Sheeta, Hakira Sheeta. I think she was very valuable. I think Britt Baker, you know, once she kind of, you know, was finding her footing, I think she was valuable. Men's wise, Cody Rhodes, I mean, deserves a lot of credit. And it was hard for me to give any award to Cody because I couldn't figure out where he could fit. But I think Cody Rhodes definitely deserves a lot of credit for being valuable. And I think AW kind of stepped up with any Kingston, can, you know, stepped in and, Got the Butcher and the Blade going. He had Ray Phoenix, uh, Pentagon Jr. kind of stepping up. And ultimately, I think it was pretty easy award to give out when you think about this guy and how much the crowd loves to sing along with his song, Judas. And the fact that he, you know, he just really stepped up against all these feuds. You know, he put over Orange Cassidy. Uh, him and Kenny Omega, I believe, put on a good match there at some point. Uh, but Jericho was just kind of in the forefront of everything. So my AEW valuable star is, of course, Chris Jericho. I mean, you just think about, you know, him signing with AEW was big. Him getting that title obviously helped legitimize that, you know, title for AEW. And just, like I said, him stepping up and adding his name wherever he needed to be done. You know, this MJF stuff inner circle stuff. I mean, that's going to be some of them. Sammy Guevara, 
you know, is going to be something as well. So, yeah, I look at most valuable star in Chris Jericho. Um, speaking of kind of predictions for next year, we'll take a break before we give our best of the women and best of the men. Prediction-wise, I think we're going to see big things out of Sammy Guevara next year. I, I think he have, he's going to be the odd man out for the inner circle, but I think going on his own, and really the crowd wants to get behind him. So I'm expecting big things out of Sammy Guevara. You know, I don't know if he'll maybe TNT title at some point or, you know, something like that. But, you know, some main event matches here and there as well. Darby Allen is another guy I think, you know, we haven't seen where Darby can go yet. I think teaming with Sting for a little bit might do something for him. Uh, I think we all want to see him and Sting go at it. Uh, you know, I think we're definitely going to expect big things from Darby Allen. I think Miro is another guy to watch as well. I don't think we've really, you know, I I don't know how I feel about the pairing with Kip Sabian. I think it would be fine if maybe Miro was this, you know, I think Miro is trying to do all he can outside of what he, you know, is looked at. And that's fine. I just don't know how much it's working, but I want to see what Miro can do. You know, I think Best Friends is another, you know, group. I think we've seen what they can do and now what they're going to do for that next step. So, and FTR. I think FTR is another tag team that look about, you know, look at. Uh, I think we hot shotted them into the tag team titles, and I didn't necessarily care for that. I think you should have built them up a little because now they're back at the bottom, and I feel like it's, you know, what's the point? You know, you put them at the top, and now you're back at the bottom, which is normally how it goes. But I just don't know, you know, what their ceiling is right now. So definitely some guys to look out for. I think she does another, you know, woman to watch for. Britt Baker is going to be the one. I think Britt Baker is going to get that title probably sooner rather than later in 2021. Uh, you know, maybe at, um, I think it's Revolution is their first big pay-per-view. That probably would make sense. You know, you're kind of have Britt Baker right now flying under the radar, but I think she's probably the next step, you know, to take it off sheet to kind of circle back around on that. So um, that's my, you know, kind of predictions for 2021 as far as AEW. I think the women's division is definitely something to watch for. I feel like we got the tag team division going and we got, you know, kind of the main event. We got the top, you know, secondary main, secondary scene set, but the women, you know, we had Thunder Rosa kind of show up at the NWA title. And I thought that was going to be, you know, a little bit better for them. I think they getting Serena Deeb. She's a really great mind. So I think maybe adding her backstage as well, you know, as far as the forefront as well, would help things out in the women's division for AW as well. So definitely think, you know, I think AW's on the uptick, obviously, and they'll keep rising above to what they can do. But, you know, that thing, that first pay-per-view will kind of show off what they can do. So um, finally, let's get to our best of the best. So I got women's side and I have a men's side. And then we'll go into NXT. Then we'll go into WWE. So first off, women's side. Nyla Rose had the title for a little bit, but ultimately there's one woman in that really rose in my mind and, you know, showed what she could do. And I think the match with Nyla Rose really put her on the map and she's really tried to carry the, the women's division the best she can. And that is, of course, the women's champion, Akira Shida. So congratulations to Shida for taking my AW's best of the best women's title, you know, Stevie Awards. So, I think Sheeta really stepped up. You know, I thought that match with Nyla put her on the map. Um, you know, I'm really waiting for the women's division to kind of, you know, finally click, I think it is. You know, I feel like they're throwing things out there. 
Uh, and you know, we're just we're just seeing what can stick, and it just needs to find its footing. Because uh, right now, it's there, but it's not always featured like it should. So, and we look at the men's side of things. Cody Rose's name definitely should be in there. Um, you know, for him getting that TNT title, and then he lost it to Brody Lee and got it back, and then lost it to Darby Allen. I don't. I think Cody Rhodes, you know, is going to be taking a step back a little bit. Obviously, Kenny Omega is a guy to watch, you know, for this. He finally is finding what he can do in AEW, and I think next year is going to be big for him. But obviously, I have to go with, you know, the the lunatic himself, John freaking Moxley. I mean, that guy really put on matches here, you know, the, the Kenny Omega match at Revolution. Uh, you know, stuff with Lance Archer. He fought Brody Lee. Uh, you know, he fought Kingston, Eddie Kingston. I mean, Moxley, John Moxley was all over the map. And, you know, he, you could just tell he put his body through everything this year, uh, you know, and he loves doing it. And that's, you know, that's important. So he is my AEW men's best of the best Stevie Award winning. So congratulations to all my Stevie Awards for AEW, like we said, we're expecting good things out of them. I think their tag team division is so strong. Their men's division is strong. The women's division just needs to find that footing, and then everything will click together for AEW. So that's my award for AEW. Uh, let's take a quick break, give you some realty talk. So let me find that really, really quick. And we'll get back on the Stevie Awards. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Dan from Black and White Sports and BWSports1.com. I'm here today to fill you in on a little banking advice. I don't know much, but I know somebody who does. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard at First Financial Bank. 317-417-8582. Call John for all your banking essentials. He's really good at banking. 317 317- 4178582 call John today and tell him the boys from bwsports1.com sent you. All righty, we're back to our Stevie Awards. Thank you for um, that first financial bank needs, all your banking needs get in touch with John Buzzard. So, back to the Stevie Awards. So, what do we got next? We got NXT. You talk about a year with the women. I mean, the women in NXT really stepped up all throughout the year. Um, I know we had Charlotte Flair holding that title, but once Io Shirai got it, it just, you know, really took off. Rhea Ripley is finding her way back again. Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Tony Storm coming back. I mean, this women's division of NXT is truly, you know, they're, they're the peak right now. And, you know, at times I think, you know, they're probably ahead of the men at times. So, but ultimately, I looked at breakout stars, and like I said, I think you could have had um, Io Shirai kind of breaking out, even though she was always kind of there at the forefront. Um, this guy, obviously, getting the North American title and just you know kind of solidifying himself in NXT as Damian Priest. For me, I was you know I never got him, but I'm going to give him the credit that he deserves to really stepping up and you know making the name for himself. I didn't know if he would really make a name for himself at first, but he definitely has earned it. He's the breakout star for NXT. Uh, next up, also speaking about breakout stars, we're going to look at the tag team division for my tag team of the year. 
And, you know, undisputed error are always there, obviously. But uh, you got to look at Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, getting teamed up with Pat McAfee as a mouthpiece. That just stepped them up, and they got the tag team title. So my tag team of the year is, of course, Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, and I got the, you know, McAfee picture here with them. And McAfee deserves a lot of credit, too. I mean, he probably could have earned some breakout star award as well. But, you know, helping this tag team, you know, Adam Pete Dunn going against Adam Cole in Undisputed Era. I mean, that just put McAfee, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunn all in this next level. They had the War Games match. McAfee had the match against uh, Adam Cole at SummerSlam in his debut match, but ultimately only Mork and Danny Burch just really stepped up their game and, you know, took it to that next level like we see tag teams can do. So I gave them the tag team of the year. Uh, next up, we'll look at most valuable player or most valuable star of AEW. And I think Adam Cole could have deserved this award easily. I gave Adam Cole another later, later award because of what he's done for the brand. But uh, Candice LeRae deserves a ton of talent for this. Io Shirai is valuable, but ultimately, I had to go with the Gargano way, and I pulled off Johnny Gargano as my most valuable star. I mean, the heel turn, adding you know Candice's heel turn, adding Indy Hartwell, adding Austin Theory, because like we said with Austin Theory, I think this is Austin Theory's chance to really do something. He was with Seth Rollins and then obviously had to go away for, you know, issues beyond his, or not beyond, issues beyond the ring. So now it's like, okay, Austin Theory, it's your time. You got Johnny Gargano, who's, you know, ultimately NXT for life, just a big star of NXT. And I shared this picture because one of my predictions is I would love to see Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano as the ultimate power couple, I think has to happen. I think Candice LeRae really needs to get that women's title probably early next year um, and then take off from there with the title. So I put this as my prediction picture as well. Um, I think looking as well, I think Karrion Cross. Uh, now that we're kind of looking at predictions for next year before we do our best of the best, Karrion Cross is the guy to watch. I think he's going to get the title off Finn Bauer really, you know, once again, sooner rather than later. Um, I think Leon Ruff, you know, he was thrown there into the, North American title, kind of see what he could do. And he, you know, I think he stepped up and was into there. So, uh, you know, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see who kind of makes that next step as far as, um, you know, NXT goes. But so when we look at my next award, which is women's best of the best, Io Shirai, you got it, girl. I mean, she, you know, did the war games match, <laughs> throwing, putting a trash can over herself to jump into a crowd of women is definitely saying something. Um, I think Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, sorry, is going to be a woman to watch as well. I think she's going to find her confidence that she kind of lost there. She said, you know, she admitted it. So um, I think Tony Storm's a woman to watch next year as well. But Io Shirai, you know, carrying this women's division right now, Candice LeRae is right underneath her. But Io Shirai ultimately is my NXT women's best of the best award winner for what she's done for that women's division. And, you know, when she loses the title, I think, you know, you got to put her on the main roster and kind of see what she can do there. I mean, we want to see her and Asuka. I want to see her and Bailey, her and Sasha Banks. I mean, there is definitely matches there, you know, to go her and Natalia, 
her and Charlotte. I mean, and you know, the list goes on her, Bianca Belair. There's definitely plenty of options for Io Shirai on the main roster. And that's why when she loses that title, you know, kind of go off and, you know, see what she can do on the main roster. But that's my best of the best for women. And I teased it earlier and I mentioned his name earlier and Adam Cole, I know he lost the title, you know, Keith Lee ends up getting the title from him, but Adam Cole deserves a lot of credit because he, you know, he really stepped up for the brand when it needed to, you know, to be stepped up. And I mean, like I said, he gave Pat McAfee everything he could in that Pat McAfee debut match. And, you know, I don't know if there's been, you know, maybe Gargano, maybe Champa, Champa, sorry, would have been, you know, there's like those three guys that, you know, could have been called on to do that. And, you know, Adam Cole, he, you could tell he's taking a step back so that guys like Kyle O'Reilly can step up. Bobby Fish, you know, and Roderick Strong, we haven't seen him in a while, but, you know, the parking lot brawl with, you know, Velveteen Dream was really something else to watch. So I think Adam Cole deserves a lot of credit for what he did. He's my best of the best for NXT. So uh, let's do one more break. Now we'll do the realty talk because I messed up the last time. So we'll do the realty talk now. Then we'll step into WWE side of things and call today for my Stevie Awards. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. So let's get started with our WWE breakout star. Ah, oh, man, where do we start with breakout star? I was trying to really think of who I wanted to give this award to because I felt like at different times guys were like showing that they, you know, like Keith Lee is a guy that we can definitely tell next year, you know, he's going to step up. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of who else we can look at for this award. Let's just give the award right out. I gave it to the Hurt Business. I mean, once Shelton Benjamin, or sorry, once Cedric Alexander joined them, I just thought they took another step. And, you know, Bobby Lashley getting the gold, uh, Shelton Benjamin getting tag team titles with Cedric Alexander, I think they are my breakout star. I mean, they were everywhere on Raw. They were part, you know, I thought it would have been fun to see what they could have done with Raw Underground, kind of these business managers of it. But, and, you know, MVP stepping back into the ring. I mean, he even said at one point, this is his last match earlier the year, and then look at what he does. So uh, they ultimately were my breakout stars for this year. So congratulations, Stevie Award goes to the Hurt Business for the breakout stars. Obviously, we could have thought them for tag team, but I didn't give them that yet. And tag teams, once again, were kind of, you know, on the low, down low for WWE. I mean, we had New Day holding down their fort. We had, I mean, it's hard to remember that um, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan won the tag team titles way in February-ish. Uh, that's still hard for me to remember. But, and, you know, ultimately one team just really stepped up their game, whatever they were given. And that is, of course, the men who want to smoke, 
the Street Profits. So congratulations to my WWE Tag Team of the Year in the Street Profits. I mean, Montez Ford with his From the Heavens. You have Angel Dawkins, sorry, holding his own, what he can do in the ring. I, you know, they tried the Saturday Night Live stuff, you know, hosting Raw here and there. I mean, they, you gave them stuff and just let them take it. And, you know, I think ultimately they're even going to show what they can do next year. So I'm really excited to see the Street Profits and what they can do next year. And, you know, continue to carry whatever tag team titles they can and whatever they can do tag team-wise. Uh, next up, we go to my Mo. Oh, I almost gave it away. <laughs> so there we go. Most valuable star. MVP deserves a lot of credit for this. I think MVP, you know, he was just given whatever he could and ultimately, you know, would do what he can do for the, you know, brand of WWE as well. And I think ultimately I gave it to, and I probably spoiled it, but that's okay. We are wrestling sites. We spoil everything. I gave it to Randy Orton. I mean, Randy Orton is the guy that I think, uh, is not going to be given his due until he's gone. <laughs> I mean, I think people are finally getting him some of that due, but there's still those guys that think, you know, he doesn't have it. I mean, he's not a team player, stuff like that. I think, you know, you got to look at Randy Orton. I mean, I've shared the picture right here. I mean, Edge, Randy Orton, that feud really helped Edge, I think, find his way back in the ring. You know, everybody was clamoring for AJ Styles and Edge and, Drew McIntyre and Edge and, you know, all these younger guys with Edge, really, you know, AJ's not a younger guy, but these dream type of matches. But I think Edge needed somebody that he was comfortable with. And he stepped, you know, and Edge brought it. And Edge is a guy to watch for next year because he was hurt most of this year. I think he got hurt at SummerSlam or the Backlash match, uh, the greatest match of all time, you know, of all time. But Edge is somebody that, you know, we're, we'll see some of those matches, I think, next year. I think Bray Wyatt deserves a lot of credit too. I think I could have given Bray this most valuable star because you think of what he did with The Fiend, adding Alexa Bliss, the cinematic matches he did. I mean, Bray Wyatt was main eventing for three pay-per-views in a row. And that's saying a lot for, you know, someone that we thought was kind of dead in the water there earlier, <laughs> pun intended as it, the Lake of Reincarnation. But um, Bray Wyatt deserves a lot of credit as well. MVP deserves a lot of credit. I mean, even Drew McIntyre for you know, where I think he will, obviously he's going to win an award. Uh, but Drew McIntyre really carried the brand there too. You know, he was so disappointed that WrestleMania was what it was, but at the same time he knew that he had to step it up. So I think it's, you know, I gave it to Randy Orton because Orton was part of all those type of matches. You know, he was with the feud with Edge. He was a feud with Drew McIntyre. He was, a, now he's feuding with Bray Wyatt and kind of rode off Bray Wyatt for a little bit. So Randy Orton, ultimately my most valuable star. Um, before we head into uh, our best of the best, and then we'll wrap up my Stevie Awards. Hopefully you enjoyed the Stevie Awards. I got to look at who's going to have a breakout year next year. I think you could look at Keith Lee is definitely a guy to watch for. Uh, I think we're seeing, you know, I think we got to figure out what we want to do with him. Because uh, obviously I thought Vince McMahon really believes him in from the documentary that we saw. Um, but Keith Lee is the guy that we're going to watch. Uh, I'm trying to think women's side. Uh, Sasha Banks is somebody to watch. Carmella is the woman to watch for. I think Carmella is really, you know, the fact that she was in that tag team match last night 
on SmackDown with Charlotte, Asuka, Bailey, Sasha Banks. Bianca Belair is another woman to watch for. Bianca Belair, Carmella are my two women that I think really is going to step it up next year. They're already shown that they want to now, but I think next year is ultimately when we, you know, Bianca Belair is getting that women's title sooner rather than later. And I think Carmella will be right there on the end, you know, kind of underneath where, you know, she can do some stuff too for the women's division. Tag team wise, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think the Street Profits are going to keep carrying things. You know, I think the Hurt Business on the Raw side are going to keep carrying things. I think Cedric Alexander is somebody to watch. You know, does he kind of break off on his own? Or does he, you know, become almost like a Rock character where he's going to up the show? Like, you know, The Rock ultimately, you know, he was the star of the nation domination. But, you know, The Rock was still kind of second fiddle to, you know, Ron Simmons, Farouk at the time. But, you know, we're kind of going to see that. Um I think Braun Strowman coming back, you know, we'll see what he can do. Bray Wyatt, what incarnation he's going to create for himself. So those are, you know, there's definitely things to watch for as far as, you know, who can step up their game, who can break out. You know, I think some of these guys might be our valuable star for next year as well. So I'm really excited to see what can happen in next year. Uh, but let's get to our women's best of the best. My best of the best was Bailey. I gave it to Bailey. I know Bailey lost the title, but Bailey held down that title for 380 some days. Uh, you know, she killed, she turned heel, which is something she always wanted to do. You know, I mean, look what she did. She, you know, was known for her ponytail. She cut her hair. You know, I don't think they asked her to do that. That was her choice to do that, you know, and have a different look and take care of the Bailey buddies, take out Sasha, lose the title to Sasha. Because um, Bailey is my, I mean, Bailey is my number one pick right now for the Royal Rumble to win. I think that would just add another notch in Bailey's belt, which is already having a lot of notches. But uh, Bailey is my best of the best. I think Sasha deserves a lot of credit as well because she was right there with Bailey. I think Asuka deserves a lot of credit as well. Asuka really stepped up for Raw, you know, in those empty arena shows, you know, no fan shows. I think Asuka really showed you know, her humor side and what she could do, you know, for the raw women's side. And there's, you know, Asuka, Sasha, Bailey, those are the three. But Bailey, I just thought, you know, match after match, just carrying her weight of WWE, of SmackDown. And like I said, just turning this character into something different that we didn't know she could, you know, we didn't know it would become. Uh, you know, it is really telling for her. So, and obviously, my best of the best I've mentioned before, you know, Bray Wyatt deserves a lot of credit for what he did. Uh, I mean, Randy Orton deserves a lot of credit for being the best of the best. I gave it to, of course, Drew McIntyre, King of Claymore County. And, you know, the fact that Drew had the coming out party at the Royal Rumble, taking out Brock and then beating Brock the way he did at WrestleMania. And, you know, just can't, you know, he. You could tell that Drew was ready for this moment, finally. It's like how I'm looking at Big E with the IC title. Big E is going to step it up. Drew stepped it up every night. I mean, you know, he like we said, he was disappointed. You know, I'm disappointed he didn't get that WrestleMania moment. And hopefully next year in Tampa with some fans there, you know, whatever limited amount it is, you know, even if he retains the title, he can get that, you know, kind of pomp and circumstance that he deserves. But Drew McIntyre is the best of the best in the men's side and the women's side is the best of the best in WWE right now. 
And like I said, it's just going to be interesting to see what he can do next year. You know, what can he do to elevate his game? You know, I think him and Edge is something to watch for if that can happen. But so thank you for watching my Stevie Awards. We'll do it again next year. Let me know your own Stevie Award thoughts. Who is your best of the best? Who's your women's, you know, best of the best? Who's your men's? Who's your breakout star? Maybe some predictions you have as well. You can catch me at Stephen A1181. Catch us here on the Super Kicking with Stephen fan page, of course. And we are expecting fun things to happen. The AWF is going to take off. Uh, I can't wait to see what we can do with that. Uh, I can't see what we can do with, you know, my our channel here. And, of course, I can't think enough for BW Sports 1 for giving me this platform. I know I, I've been away from the podcasting game for a little bit, but I'm finding my way back, and I've really enjoyed doing this and, you know, talking up wrestling and being back involved with it. So thank you, BW Sports. You know, this is usually our end-of-the-year type deal and, you know, give appreciation for where we're at. And I can't wait to see what we can do next year. So thank you for watching my Stevie Awards. Talk to you guys next week when we're back at it with all the wrestling news and recaps you can stand. <laughs> so thank you for watching.